Oh, should we sing? What? I don't have a song in my heart right now. Um. Winter, Winter spring, spring, summer, and fall. All you have to do is call. And I'll be there if I will. You've got a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we aren't pre-planning these songs. No, it's not even the song title. One thing we're gonna do is we're gonna sing. The next thing we're gonna do is sing and sync. And the next thing we're gonna do is hit it off the cuff. And we're gonna end with a yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, we absolutely are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little sultry growl. Um, never well, heard anyone. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome in, and welcome back. Um, in case you didn't catch it from our incredible song intro intro we will be hitting you with a je ne sais quoi year in review today yes so the song was a hint we didn't catch on <laughs> it will be here with standing and we're doing year in review slash what we learned in a year mm-hmm. some life lessons mm-hmm. from each chapter of our life this year each chapter and we're breaking it up seasonally in case we've you know, <laughs> yeah so like that winter and then like spring <laughs> and then summer then fall right exactly and might we be quasi serious? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. You're gonna see what you get. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we're starting with the winter time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do January through March. Mm-hmm. What were you up to? January through March. Okay, so this was the start of my breakup era. Mm-hmm. Let's say it. Um, so in this particular era of my life, specifically starting in January, because like I feel like January was really, with that being said. A fresh start, a clean slate for me, because that was when everything was like official, mm-hmm. gone, see gone you later. Um, and so January through March, that was the start of my living alone era. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was just kind of in terms of like things of that I've learned. Like that was something new that I had to learn how to do. I feel like um, so that's for me kind of the big January through March one is like learning how to live alone, learning how to be content living alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with that came personal safety. That was the next thing that I learned because I was a little scared to live alone in that moment. Um, So what I learned was that there are tools on the internet to Mm -hmm. help you when you live alone or just in general for safety. Um, So that was (coughs) when I ordered one of those little door things. And honestly – incredible invention we don't use them now because of the whole run around our apartment thing to try to get it done exactly but it was like this little thing that went in the door that like so that if someone was trying to break in they couldn't open the door Mm -hmm. i couldn't exactly explain the physics of it all to you but it was incredible and made me feel so much safer Mm -hmm. um so that was an incredible thing for me to learn and then the third thing that i have down that i learned in that era was a mother's love and i'm going to explain this Prior to January, so like the fall semester of my senior year, I was a nanny for a darling little girl. Darling. I miss her every day. The one time that I got to see her again after I stopped nannying for her, I, I cried when her mom texted me asking if I could babysit. Um, and I was with her almost every day, picking her up from daycare with her all afternoon, putting her down for a nap, giving her a snack, going for walks, doing all of the things that a mother does with her daughter. And when I exited that era of my life, because I couldn't, um, I couldn't nanny anymore when I started student teaching, so I could only do it in the fall, 
I was heartbroken. I missed her so much. And that is when I truly learned what a mother's love mm-hmm. looks like, you know? Because I knew, but I didn't know until I felt yes. like I had a daughter of my mm-hmm. own. And I miss, to this day, I miss going to preschool, walking up to her little preschool door and her seeing me and her little face lighting up. Oh, yeah. Because that was just the most beautiful thing I've ever no, seen. No, being a nanny was the best job I've ever had, hands down. Best job. And I particularly loved, so my daughter, while I was nannying for her, she turned one. So she was a little baby. Mm-hmm. And that was so, so sweet. Like, she, like, was learning how to walk, like, while I was nannying her. Yeah. Like, she took her first steps, not while I was nannying, but, like, while I was nannying, like, in that time frame. Like, I saw her take her first steps that I had seen. And that was so beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, that was my January through March. New era, new change, and learning the depths of love. Yeah. Well, and also, like, obviously you weren't actually a mother. Right. But if it felt that deep, <laughs> think about when you're actually a mother. Like, I know. Even to the next, oh, my gosh. I know. And, I mean, we've talked about this before of just, like, having children and, oh, my gosh. But, like, yeah, I cannot even comprehend. No. Yeah. What's yours? So winter for me was the tail end of my London era. I left mm-hmm. at the very end of March. And I learned, <laughs> one, I love day trips. Because this is when I started. This is when I realized that due to COVID, I wasn't going to be able to be the European traveler I wanted to. Yeah. So I started doing day trips around the UK. Mm-hmm. I love a day trip. So fun. You still get to sleep in your own bed. You can do it on a major budget. Mm-hmm. You get to see a new place. And mm-hmm. you get to like try all the things without actually... like. Because I also love being at home. Right. You get the best of both worlds. Well, I feel like with a day trip, like, or just, like, any trip, like, the biggest expense is, like, travel and finding somewhere to stay. Yeah. And, like, really with the finding somewhere to stay, that's just where you're laying your head at night. Exactly. unless you're doing something more extravagant, like, it's not that big of a deal, but it's, like, the most expensive part. Mm -hmm. And a day trip gets rid of that whole step of the process. Exactly. And then you're also not bringing any luggage, so you're just, like, Mm. such a free... A free flyer. And it's, like, no stress of, like, oh, I forgot this, I forgot this. Mm -hmm. Like, no, there's none of that worry because you're going to be home in time for bed. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was, like, literally from February to when I left at the end of March, I was on a day trip every single weekend except for, like, one. Mm, Wow. And it was so fun. I can't imagine doing that now, though, because I'm so exhausted all the time. Yeah. But it was also energizing in a way, which is what we're going to trust out in the new year. Is like, will we be more energized if we do more things? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My other one... Honesty is the best policy, which <laughs> I won't expand on too much. <laughs> Jess is laughing. Um, but just tell the truth. You had an honest conversation. You had a heart I had. Heart. I had more than one, and that was the thing. Was like That was the best, not the best part, but like that was what was, I was like, it's worth it. I want to know more about the more than one in You post. do know. I can't remember at this okay. juncture. But like, just say what you want to say and, and let the words fall out. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because like... I don't really think of the one that I know of. Well, I'm sure I know of them all, There's just but... a follow-up. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. But like... <laughs> just get your questions answered. Get your questions answered. Get your answered. questions answered. Yeah. Say what you want to say because if you don't want to say... If you don't say it, how's anybody going to know what's going on in that head of yours? Because you don't want to live your life with regrets and you especially don't want to regret like not having a conversation that needed to be had. Exactly. For better or for worse, no matter what it's about. For better or for worse, yeah. Just, like, put it all out there. It's mm-hmm. a mature thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then third, I learned piano. <laughs> <laughs> Literally learned piano. Because I, well, I took piano classes for my degree. 
<clears throat> but then I literally didn't play the piano for like six months and I didn't like I learned the basics for my degree. Yeah. And then I had job interviews and they said everything needs to be on piano. And so yeah, quickly I learned a little bit of piano yeah. and became from couldn't remember a single thing to got the job in a week. Yeah. <laughs> so I learned that piano. Yeah. Wow. Okay. On to the next. On to spring. Spring. The flowers are blooming, the birds are chirping. What were you learning? I was, okay, so for me, my spring was my student teaching era. Um, All of the spring, from April to June, I was student teaching and before then. Um, And so, obviously, learned a lot, a lot of lessons learned just in student teaching. We all know that. Um, But I think one thing that really I remember is waking up early. Because this was my early bird gets the worm mm-hmm. era. Yeah. Um, the school that I student taught at, first period started at 7 a.m., which meant I was there no later than 6.30, ideally closer to 6.15. And let me tell you, that's awful. No fun at all. I want to chime in and say it was fun for me while I was still in London <laughs> yeah. because even though I was literally five hours ahead of you, we were starting our days at the same we time. We were on a similar time frame, which was, that was kind of nice. Because I knew that I would always have someone to talk to at that crack of dawn. And me too, because I usually, like, unless I was talking to a London friend, I had no one I could talk to until, like, lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was my early morning, early night behavior. But then this was also a lot of my early morning, but then late night behavior. Um, because this was my era of having some late night shenanigans here here and now um and that was also a learning experience of like so little sleep but then going in and being on at mm-hmm. school so practicing that skill um and then the other like big monumental thing that happened for me in this spring moment was graduating college yes. um and I think that like in this spring, but then also probably more so in the summer, but this was kind of like the start of it. Cause like when you graduate college of like just the hustle and bustle of like, what's next? What are you doing next? For me, it was kind of weird because I graduated in May, but was still teaching cause I worked full time mm-hmm. at this was student taught at when I was done with my student teaching period, um, until June. So like I still had a month left, even though it was graduation yeah. season, but then just like the unpredictability of jobs because I didn't know where I was going, exactly. what I was doing. Um, and so just kind of like sitting with that and like learning how to be comfortable with the unknown, mm-hmm. um, I think kind of started for me in that spring era and then like continued through the summer. Right. Wow. Yeah. Springtime for me was my Chapel Hill era. This is when I started my first career job. Mm-hmm. Moved to Chapel Hill and I learned it's okay to leave. Yeah. Because I stayed at this first job for three months. Yeah. And within the first six weeks, I decided this isn't for me. And I fully applied to, got offered, and accepted another job. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really hard because I don't like letting people down, don't like being frowned upon or whatever, and don't really like leaving if I don't know for sure that's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I knew in my gut, and I decided to trust my gut, Mm -hmm. and it was a very, very good choice. Yeah, yeah. So I know now, trust that little gut of yours. Trust it. Keep your little head up. Always. And do what you think is right. Yeah. For you and others. Yes, 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 yes. Because that was like... 
that was such like I felt like a, a moral emotional journey for you but I feel like you came out on top it was like a journey in this but it was also not a journey does that make sense like yeah the whole time I knew exactly what I was going to do it was just like I also had to come to terms with it but like the journey was like getting to that point like the journey mm-hmm. was not like answering the question it was like figuring out how you were going to handle the information of like this job is not for me right because that's like already so hard to do but then also like hard to do when you are GLUs girls like us mm-hmm. um who aim to please live to please and don't want to let people down exactly yeah um I also learned don't lay in grass you don't know unless you're well acquainted with that grass do not put your little body in it because you don't know what kind of creatures live in that little grass and in this spring era celebrating my birthday Uh uh-huh Jess and our friend Salem and I Uh were gallivanting around my new home of Chapel Hill and um I decided to take a little breather lay down in some grass and all of a sudden my back and arms were completely on fire I have never felt a sensation like this then in the morning I quickly realized when my whole arm was completely swollen two times its normal size yeah yeah red and itchy yeah it was fire ants. And I think I, maybe you had some kind of, I maybe do think maybe you had some kind of even grander adverse reaction because of throwing up six gallons. Like, I don't know if if it's simply the under the influence a little bit that would have gotten you to that point. That's what I don't know because I've never, I've never had a reaction to drinking like I did that night and yeah. I did not drink any more no. than I typically do. Right. And, but like I was unwell. <laughs> And so I don't know if it was the fire ants. I don't know if it was just the drinking and like, but I don't think that was it. Right. I have, I had what, like three and a half drinks? If that, yeah. And that's a standard amount. Right. So girls, I don't know. But the moral of the story is right now, here, seven months removed, I have scars on my arm. So don't lay in grass you don't know. So do not lay in grass you don't know and always carry a blanket in your pocket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my third one is therapy is important. I had been in therapy before mm-hmm. and then took like, I guess, like nine months off post-grad <laughs> and I got back in it in the summertime and my life got right back together. Like, you know, just, and so like. Because this April through June era was also another era of honesty, big conversations. And so like having a oh. space to kind of like, in general, like having a space, like a objective space mm-hmm. to like go through those kinds of things slay also girls like let's just be real and guys i'm not trying to be exclusive whoever you are wherever girls you are. is kind of yeah girls but... is everyone to us except for men <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yes therapy does not have to be because you're working on something particular or you're going through something therapy can be maintenance yeah. and like let's preach this because you can go you can go weekly but you can also go monthly or yeah. twice a month and just, just like kind you go of, to the doctor yeah just like you do an annual checkup why not check up on this little brain right right you know yeah so if you're not in therapy and you can afford it sign give up. it a hand sign up see if your insurance covers it mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay now it's summertime <laughs> um For me, what I have down for summer, I do think, so what I first have down for summer is season of change. Ooh! I know. Oh my gosh. Because July is when we Mm -hmm. moved to this here city of Chicago, and I started July, I'll say it, stressed. Yeah. Because I feel like we had kind of decided, well, we decided 
a month before we moved here, we decided like for sure that we were because that's when we got our apartment. Mm-hmm. When we made that decision, I did not have like any job lined up. I was just like, I'm going to do it. And so like that was something uncomfortable for me to sit with just like for myself and within my circles because it was like, yes, I'm moving to Chicago. What are you doing? Couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. And like that was hard for me as someone who like is used to being high achieving yeah doing well, back on things. that people pleaser exactly so it's like having to be like oh I actually don't have a job yet I don't know yeah. what I'm gonna do was very hard mm-hmm. um just for me in terms of like I don't even know how to how to put it but like just in terms of like how I viewed myself I think yeah of like why don't I have this figured out like am I behind and other are other people doing better than me because they already know what they're doing why haven't I gotten a job yet do I even want to be teaching like just kind of all of those emotions mm-hmm. but then I also think it was a nice because I think especially July I was like kind of exploring like what do I want to do if I'm not going to teach and kind of like seeing that there were things within teaching that I liked things that I maybe didn't like and like allowing myself to have career aspirations outside of teaching which obviously like I'm teaching now and I'm content with that but just kind of like giving myself the permission to explore other things was also kind of aligned with that season of change Mm -hmm. slay um and then obviously season of change we're here yeah we that was a big change Um, and then the other thing, next thing that I have down for summer is a new job, starting a new job. Cause started from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, so like just kind of navigating a new job, but then also like a first job. And with that, like for me in terms of learning things, like learning how to be comfortable, not being like a leader within a professional Mm -hmm. setting, because I think like I'm used to like in my previous jobs having leadership roles or just like within like school like after you graduate you're going you're leaving those leadership roles and kind of starting at the bottom again so like learning how to be comfortable like asking questions or just kind of not knowing things Mm -hmm. um and then the last thing that I have down for summer is simply passenger princess because (laughs) this started my passenger princess era um specifically when we made our how long did it end up being I don't know, like 14 hours? (laughs) 14, 15 hour journey here with a brief interlude in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, now I love my life as a passenger princess. Yeah. Well, excluding the passenger princess one, those I feel like all have a similar theme of like coping with like not having external validation slash shedding your academic validation era, which is like really hard when you are in that system for you know, 15, 16 years. Yeah, yeah. And I think we'll explore this more later on, but I think, like, especially the August to September Mm -hmm. was definitely, like, the hardest of that era for me, Um, just in terms of, like, starting a new job and then coming to terms with all of those things. Yeah. 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 Um, In my summertime, let's see. Um, One, I like having a roommate. (gasps) Hi! And so I like just like chatting to someone after yeah. my day I've never had this you're my first yeah my first roommate in this way I mean like had a roommate my freshman year of college but I don't really count that because mm-hmm. I don't I didn't know her um and I also enjoy having a roommate because I yeah. did enjoy my living alone era but I had to force myself to like that right well and I think when I had my living alone era especially in London I learned that like I really like hanging out with myself like I like yeah. doing things alone and like Things I never thought I'd do alone, like yeah. going out to eat, going to see a show. Like, yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. But it's also fun to, like, share dinner with someone. Right, except now I have a codependency. 
So she came back in at the end of 2023 to be still codependent. Oh my god, the end, that's so true. End of 2023 is going to be a big, big era, era of change again. Yeah, we'll see what happens in 2023. Wow. Um, I also learned to parallel park. <laughs> I did this once in July in DC and had never before in my life done it. And then we moved here in July. And that's all I do. Every and let day. me tell you, yeah. I can whip it. Oh, I've seen it. It's impressive. Great work. Yeah. 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 Um, and then thirdly, I learned downsize girl. Every time I move, and I've moved a hefty amount of times in both my childhood and adulthood. Mm. And every time I say, become a minimalist. If it doesn't bring you joy, don't bring it. Throw it out. Yeah. But every time, I still feel like I have box upon box. Well, I... Got rid of so much when I moved from Charlotte to Mm -hmm. here. But when me and my father pulled up to your storage unit, I opened that thing and I said, girl, this is not going to happen. No. But it did. It did. It did. And I'd like to shout out you and both of the Camerons in my life made that happen. We were playing Tetris. (laughs) Me and Adam were on our passenger princess behavior. And me and your dad, we were sitting there going, left all right, what if we switch the, the, the Lowe's box in the Tupperware? And we were making it work. You made it work. And additionally, I was also playing Guess What? You made it happen, yeah. he was using words I had never heard of. <laughs> and I was using my woman's intuition to figure out what noun that was. One thing my father does is he makes words up. He would say, bring me that roly-poly. And I'd look at everything in my storage unit and I have to guess what the roly-poly is. The roly-poly was a chair. <laughs> He'd say, bring me Big Daddy. And I'd have to look and i have to figure out which one's Big Daddy. And I got it right every time. You did. And I think that's probably what encouraged him to keep going. Mm-hmm. So you were enabling him in that way. Um, since we're on the topic of our move here, I just would like to tell the people about West Virginia a little bit. <laughs> on our journey, we went through so many places from mm-hmm. North Carolina, Chapel Hill to Chicago, Illinois. And we had an overnight interlude in West Virginia. I can't remember the specific town we were in. But when I tell you, it was the Huntington, Huntington, West Virginia. If any of our listeners are there, reach out. Tell us more. We need to know. <laughs> we need to know what your lifestyle is like. And it was the strangest place I've ever been in my entire life. We get to the hotel. It's late. It's it's dark, mm-hmm. but like late in the night dark. We walk in. It's a rager. There is, I think, karaoke of some sort going on mm-hmm. in the courtyard. It is so, 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 so loud. We go up to our room, and that's when things really get interesting, because there's some secrets in that room. They have some secrets, and those secrets, I think, took place in the 70s. There were some things going on in that room from 1970 to 1980, and I don't know what those things are, but when I walked in, I felt it. You know what I mean? Well, I think first and foremost, something that was going on was that the hotel used to be a parking deck. Yeah! So our room was <laughs> on a slant. It was slanted because, like, a parking deck, you know, you, you go could, up. If you lay down in our room, you could roll down that little hill. <laughs> and our room was also massive. And it was... It's it bigger was, than our current apartment. No, it's bigger than our current apartment, and it was all open. Yeah. So, like, kitchen, living room, bedroom <laughs> with just two beds just sitting all right... There, which, like, that's how a hotel room is, but the fact that it was so massive was, like cognitive dissonance in it was, a sense yeah yeah but yeah the pair like i don't know the like dichotomy between this like there was exclusively valet parking chandeliers like it was an aesthetically fancy hotel mm-hmm. but you look outside and i would not be caught alone outside there was no sign of human life there were no restaurants nothing to do there was not even any homes no. there was like a mechanic and then this exquisite hotel it was the twilight zone 
it was a different dimension. And it I'm was glad we also, got out. it was giving very gilded, you know, like everything mm-hmm. looked very fancy, but it felt like a veneer. No, I feel like if I like took down the artwork on the walls, like it would be, there wouldn't be anything behind it. No. Yeah. <laughs> like they were hiding things with that. It was also Adam's first hotel experience, mm-hmm. Adam the cat. And he loved every second of it. He wishes he could go back. Every day he does. He, he, okay, you know what? He's giving Huntington, West Virginia. <laughs> that's, he felt so at home there and now I Maybe get it. Maybe that's where he came from. Maybe. It's his home. Anyway, back on track, bringing it back through the last season for this mm-hmm. moment, which is the fall. October through December, <laughs> baby. Which is the season that we're wrapping up. Yeah. It's the end. The end of an era. And you know what? I'm a lifelong learner, mm. so I may still learn something in these last two weeks. Totally. But this is just like... Thus far. Yeah. To mm-hmm. date, up to this point. The first thing on my list is boundaries. Um, mm. And I think trying to, with this lifelong learner, I want to continue to practice this, mm-hmm. but especially setting boundaries on my time. Because I think one of the things that really got me down in the dumps from August to September was that I didn't feel like I had any time to myself. Mm-hmm. I was just like, mm, work, school, la, 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 that was it. Um, And so, like... More so recently, but still within this era of, like, learning, practicing, trying to set limits on my time. And, like, those are limits that I have to set with myself. Like, it's not like I'm having to go to my boss and be like, I'm leaving right now because this is a boundary I'm setting. But it's more so with me. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to tell myself I'm leaving work at this time or I am only working for this many hours on Sunday. And that's been a great thing for me and my mental health. Um, But those are almost harder boundaries to set because there's, like... Again, I feel like it kind of goes back to that external validation still mm-hmm. where you're like, they don't know how or why I'm doing this mm-hmm. or like what, I, and that's harder too. Mm-hmm. And like, the thing is, is the work is always going to be there tomorrow mm-hmm. and there's always going to be more of it. So like you, you, I, and I'm like, I'm realizing I simply cannot check off everything on my to-do list mm-hmm. in a day and it's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah. Well, I read this thing once and it was like, you know how they're like, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing all the way mm-hmm. and it's like no if no. it's worth doing it's worth doing even a little bit like yeah. if you can't clean your whole room clean your desk yeah if you can't grade every paper grade one like exactly you know yeah yeah so that has been a big learning step for me and I think especially like from student teaching to first year teacher because like when you're student teaching like you're not getting paid like you are just doing everything because you are trying to graduate like it's right. not just about like teaching the kids it's about like graduating and passing like the praxis or like the edtpa or whatever um and so like there isn't any sense of you're working outside of contract hours Mm -hmm. whereas now there is um so yeah it's been an adjustment but like i feel like i'm getting better at it yeah and then like our next step of developing more hobbies in the spring semester i think will further my boundary setting because like i have other things i want to do with my life and with my day and with my week yeah um, and kind of hand in hand with that, and also reiterating what you said earlier, therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy is good. This is when you re-entered your therapy era. Yes, I re-entered my therapy era in October, and I think that it has been one of the best things for me, and best things for my mental health, to date. Because um, just like we were speaking on earlier with therapy, like having a space to like talk through things with but like you have to take care of your mind especially when you know the circumstances you are in are not great for your mental health Mm -hmm. like and that is my truth right now teaching hard thing to do hard on your mental health hard on your emotional well-being um and so yeah just like general upkeep to like make sure that you're taking care of things just like if you were like I don't know doing a sport you would go to physical therapy if you 
pulled a muscle. I don't know what they do, but like things like that. Yeah. yeah. Just general upkeep very much. Um, very good. Mm-hmm. And my last thing, and this is something that I'm learning more now than like at the earlier point in the fall is layers. Layer, layer, layer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we talked about this in our last episode too, but it is cold here. It's cold and it's getting colder. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I am learning how to layer. I've never been a turtleneck girl until this season. And now it's my base layer. Yeah. My go-to. Every day I'm in a turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's me. How about you? My winter era, era, Chicago part two. Mm. Um, First and foremost, I'm only... A sophomore of life. <laughs> Say that, more. Like, like, uh, my first year post grad was last year. Uh huh. Which even then I was still like in a formatted and structured world. Right. Because you didn't post-grad. get your degree till you were done with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, this is only my second year, like not being in college. So I do not have to have it figured out. You don't yeah. expect sophomores to know where they're going to college. Right. You know, like. Right. We are, and also we're like three years old and like in adulthood. Like if right. twenty is like being a baby. Well, you're we're still, toddlers. We're I feel like babies of adulthood. Yeah. Like because this is our because like you had your like London era and Chapel Hill era, which were like the first steps of adulthood. Mm-hmm. I had my student teaching, which I feel like was kind of like a first little step because mm-hmm. I like went and stayed after. But this is like the first like big yes. moment where it's like life transition in terms of moving, job transitions, like first like full time, big real jobs mm-hmm. that we're not quitting within a few months. No tea, no shade. It's a big thing. Yeah. New era. Well, and like from the time you are really born, but if you'd like, I mean, if you want to be real technical, like five to but from the time you're 22 Every step of life, like, if you choose to go to college, is planned out for you. Like, yeah. what you're doing, what's expected for you, h- how you're spending your time. Yeah. Everything is planned out and, yeah. like, a norm. When you leave that, you, like, the world is your oyster in the best and the worst sense of the world. Right. Like, you have to make money. Yeah. And you have to pay taxes. Yeah. And after that, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can work 60 hours a week waiting tables. You can work... 40 hours a week in a corporate job. Like, you can mm-hmm. literally do whatever. You can fill that time with whatever. You can live however you want. And that's really, like, there's no prep course for that. And the other thing about, like, early 20s, the era that we are in, is that everyone around us is doing all of those things, and it's all happening at once. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people we know who are married, who are engaged, who have a baby and another on the way, mm-hmm. who are corporate baddies, who are waiting tables. We're doing a myriad of things. Yeah. And so, like, even, like, there's not even, like, a sense of, like, what I should or shouldn't be doing at this Mm -hmm. time because like there isn't everyone's doing different things and like that's part of it is we all have our different walks of life and you're going about it a different pace different way but like then at the same time it's like you don't have anything to guide you anymore because we're all like there's you can't compare yourself to someone else because we're all on our different journeys now exactly and for so long you're like taught and it is like low-key okay to compare yourself because the people that you're around are people in your classes yeah and so yes you all should be doing the same essay yeah yet you're you all should be spending your time the same way right but now like we're all spending our time differently and it's all okay for every single one of us yeah. and so like but that's a hard thing to come to terms yeah, with because comparing used to be like okay slash yeah. low-key encouraged well and, and now just, you literally can't right because like i feel like when you're in college or high school or whatever like it helps you gauge like where you are mm-hmm. but like now it's like if i compare myself to my freshman year roommate from college she is married with a child and is like three months pregnant with her next yeah. Like, that's not beneficial to me to compare myself to her. But there's no, like, valedictorian of life. Like, there's no way you can compare yourself and be successful. So true. 
So that was one thing I learned. Wow, big one. Second, I learned don't use the Trader Joe's vegan butter to make sugar cookies. And that big. was really, that was like <laughs> equally as hard for me to grapple with. Um, because I was trying to make some Christmas sugar cookies. And yeah. I said, you know what, this is cheap, it's quick, it's easy. Yeah. Awful. These cookies did not rise. No. One bit. No. And additionally, I cut them into various shapes. Yeah. Menorah, snowmen, snowflakes, Christmas trees. Yeah. It ended as just one big, round, thin pancake with no flavor. Yeah. So yeah. the butter's been great in other things, so like maybe you can still buy it, but don't make it sugar cookies. Don't do that. No. Big and no. finally, life is so short, which... Ow, both, that's sad. I know, sorry. But I've been working a lot of end-of-life or geriatric mm. care. Yeah. And I, for like, on a deep level, but also a shallow level, like, life is just so short. Um, and... What are you like? What am I going to be thinking about when I die? It's probably not any of the things I'm thinking about right now, so I need to change my mindset. That's so true. Wow, that's one that you're going to have to let marinate, folks. But I love doing this. Yeah, this was so fun. Yeah, and we didn't like tell each other our things. We just like kind of outlined the episode, so that was fun to like hear yours and also try to guess what exactly you were referring to Mm -hmm. or going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I loved this. Can't wait to do it again next year. Can't wait to do it again next year. Um, can't wait for our follow-up. Oh, we have to do that. But I can't wait for our follow-up episode of this, too, because we, we did our year in review, and now the next episode will be New Year's Resolutions. Mm-hmm. And then the so next like, episode after that is the one I'm really yes. excited about. Yes. Um, yeah. So we kind of have a little New Year's series going on, but what did we learn this year, and how is that going to propel us into our New Year's resolutions? Yes. Um, slay and dismay. Um, okay. My sleigh is that it is almost winter break. We have almost made it to two weeks off. And I could not be more excited. I have never been more excited for a winter break in my entire life. Like five more days, but really just like four because I have two half days this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am just, I can't even contain my excitement. With that, hand in hand, my dismay is that I have five more days. Yeah. And one thing about my students that I noticed last week is they were a wee bit off the chains. Yeah. It was kind of wild yeah. um, last week. And considering that last week was the way it was, it makes me very concerned for what kind of battles I will be facing this week. I feel like I am a soldier going off to war. And you're going to need a little Christmas angel on your shoulder. I am. I am. And I, I'm concerned. I have some trepidations. Mm-hmm. But going to go in and I'm going to do it. And everyone, send me good thoughts. Send me good wishes. Actually, by the time you listen to this, it'll be after the fact. So check in on me. Because mm. I don't know if I'll be well. <laughs> but if you won't be well, you'll be off. Exactly. exactly. By the time this comes out, you will be laid up on your couch. Legs up. Drink in hand. So true. Wow. Yeah. So that's me. Slay and dismay. You? My slay. Mine's also a two for one. Yeah. It's my new game on my phone. Um, I have a new game. A it's blessing called, and a curse. It's, it's called Nonogram. <laughs> Nonogram.com is specifically the name of the app. Um, I can't stop playing it. You're addicted. It's a little numbers game. It's like almost like Sudoku, but it's so fun. I mm. play one game every morning when I rise and one game every night before I close my eyes and if I have a little bit of free time in the day, I'm playing this little game. And I, it's 
like when I go to sleep, I see it in my head. You know when that happens when you play a game like a lot? No, I'm not a gamer like that. Um, It's just so fun. I love thinking in that way. It's like very, it's like a logic puzzle. Yeah. If you don't have the app, get nonogram.com. Um, nonogram.com, sponsor me. I thought it was very confusing. I tried to play. I wouldn't recommend it. Did you try to play it? Yeah. I gave up quickly. <laughs> it's so fun. I only play the expert level now. It's <laughs> It's so okay. Watch it's out. It's so fun, and the yeah. So it's a slay in that I have a new passion and a new purpose in life, and it's a dismay in that I'm probably spending like forty minutes of my days. That's playing this not game. that bad. Forty minutes of your day is not bad at all. I know, but think about what I could be doing with those forty minutes. Sitting, reading. I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, do it if you dare. <laughs> um. Sayonara. Till next time. Have a great, have a great day. Have a great year and do some reflecting. Do some reflecting. Let us know what you learned. <laughs>